Good evening and welcome to Sport Radio's coverage of the uh, Sydney Uni Flames travelling to Canberra for uh, their match-up against the Institute of Sport here from the training hall. It is going to be an interesting battle tonight when you see the 10th place AIS facing off against the 7th place Sydney. And we had a chance to speak to the coaches about tonight's match-up. First up, the coach of the AIS is Dean Kinsman. Well, Dean, once again, we're looking at a case where four quarters of a hard play could get you another solid win here against a, uh, a team that I said to Karen Dalton a little bit earlier looks like the old AIS versus the new AIS. Yeah, a little bit that way. Uh, quite a few of the girls are very familiar to us, so uh, you know, just come out of the program over the last year or two, which is a good thing for the league. Um, so we'll know them pretty well. Um, for us tonight, like we were in with a much smaller lineup, so. Uh, Girls know they're in for rotation and we want to play with a lot of intensity and we're going to go as hard as we can for four quarters and really take it up to them. Yeah, that is uh, two talls out of the lineup. It's always the way at the AS. You either lose your talls or your smalls. Never a balance. Yeah, a little bit that way. Uh, well, Alice, we know she's a week away, but you know, she's just a bit underdone to come back in. And uh, Lizzie, is, uh, she's just struck a little snag, so she'll probably be out for three to four. Um, she's the sort of girl that her, with her frame that we've got to really make sure that we, uh, that we stick to that and that's why we've been playing her with limited minutes because uh, we push it past that point, you know, at 6-8, six, at six, you know, you've just got to make sure that we do the right thing by her. So she'll be out until after Christmas, so um, give her a chance to refresh and go again next year. What's the biggest danger looking at this Sydney Uni side that you have to match up against? Oh, look, certainly Podo's, a, you know, like she's the engine room for their group, she controls their tempo. Uh, smart player down the stretch in critical situations. She makes big baskets, big plays. So we've really got to do a job on her over 40 minutes, and we're you know, trying to take it up to her up, up the floor, uh, trying to make her work for the whole 40. And then Aviaki's, uh, you know, been playing. They they connect really well together and play well together as a pairing. And then it's a matter of just trying to really limit it, uh, a couple of the other girls that come in and, and play critical roles for them. And uh, you know, last week we looked at the scoring and. Four of the girls had 74 of their 82 against the Caps, and you know that's pretty good going. So we've got to limit uh, a couple of those other players too. So um, that's, we've really got to focus on the ball carrier and and Abiyaki. One thing that was frustrating you last week was getting the ball inside. I imagine you've worked a fair bit on that this week. Yeah, well, I think you know we turned the clock back to some under 12 drills. That uh, you know our post feeding was was really poor. Uh, we went back through the tape, and 18 of our 31 turnovers were on post feeds. So I guess one thing that's a clear, a clear thing to work on, and you know you get that better. Um, you know, there's 10, 12 points straight away. So yeah, we've had an emphasis that week, uh, this week. Uh, we don't actually have the size there to be able, to, but we still got to be able to deliver the ball to whoever plays in that role. So uh, it's something that's not going to happen overnight, but it's clearly a focus for us. Well, we wish you all the best tonight. Cheers. Well, Karen Dalton, it's a bit like the new AAS taking on the old AAS in some respects. So many of your girls' graduates and a lot of them in this rebuilding phase are in. Very recent graduates of the program. Yeah, no, look, um, we've got a really young group. I think we're probably the second youngest team to the AAS this year. So, um, you know, the kids are doing well. I'm really... Yeah, I'm pretty happy with the way that we're going. Look, we've had a couple of losses but that I probably didn't really want, but that was when Alicia was out, so I really can't, you know, do much about that. But pretty happy with where we're at at the moment. What is the goals for the year now as you look into this Christmas period? Um, well, our goal is still to make the finals, um, to make the top five, and to do that we've got to win our next four games. Um, four winnable games, I think, um, and starting with tonight. So we're not looking past tonight, obviously. 
this is a this should be a W for us. And um, you know, hopefully, if they come out with the same intensity, I think against Canberra that they did last weekend, uh, last Friday night, I think you know we'll be okay. How do you feel about these midweek trips? Um, look, they're tough, but we've done it. We've done it every year. Um, we've played AIS, both AIS and us. We've got another game in two weeks in Sydney. So, look, I think on the original draw, I think they were supposed to play Christchurch this weekend, which is why it was a Wednesday game. But look, it's fine. Our girls have finished their uni exams, so um, obviously, you know, we planned fairly well, much in advance. But you know, we're lucky we have the Kennedy coaches drive us down this morning, so no driving, just sitting in the luxury coach watching a DVD. So it's pretty easy. Well, hopefully that transfers onto the court for you tonight. Thanks very much. With the two teams now out on the floor, that was the coaches, and we see Cummings lining up out there with Roe Island. Gaze and also it looks like uh, Jerry for the uh, Sydney Uni Flames. It will be Plummer, Price, Poto, Afiaki and also Pataki. About set for a start here as uh, the jump ball takes place. It's Rowe and Price in the centre. Rowe slaps it back but it's into the hands of Pataki who gets things underway for Sydney Uni. Afiaki on the right side to Price. Left side, Poto cutting, but Ireland is going to be called with an early foul. And, well, exactly not the start that the AIS were wanting here as the ball will be in from the side. As uh, Simon Peters joining us in the call, Poto gets it from the inbound ball, drives it straight down the centre. The shot doesn't land and doing the wrestling was Jerry. It goes down court, across court now to Cumming. Cumming looking to go around, gives it back to Ireland now and settles things down. Nine minutes and 30 seconds to go, still no score as it goes to Rowe. Rowe coming, then gets it on to Jerry. Jerry goes back outside, coming, gets the ball to Rowe. Rowe's hook shot's short and Pataki and Price wrestle it out under the basket. It was a decent look, just a little bit short there from Caitlin Rowe. Probably to be expected this early in the game. Cathy Island of the interrupts the Sydney offence there, just gets a hand in the passing lane, makes a layup. The inbound pass from Poto is almost broken up there by uh, Tess Magden as well. So AIS looking to get up and in the lanes in Sydney's offence. They lead 2-0 at the moment as Price drives down the left lane, goes over the top, gives it to Poto. Poto back to Price, who spent a long time in the paint, eventually banking it in over the top of coming. And it's 2-all here, 8 minutes 40 left to go in the first term. Island bounce pass to the left-hand side, kick away from Madigan. Then back to Ireland, inside to Jarry at the top of the key. Cummings on the left side, cuts across. Now at the top of the key, they lob over the top, gets it back to Jerry, and Jerry's good enough and strong enough to get it in. Jerry did a really good job of even pulling in that pass. It was a bit of a wild one, but she was able to regain her composure and get her enough room to get a nice look. There's uh, Plummer now. First touch of the ball for Plummer. Apiaki bounce pass to the cutting Poto, and once again... Poto's just good enough to draw out the foul on Young Island and that's going to see Ireland sitting down with her second personal foul in the first two minutes of the game. It's one thing you'll, you'll guarantee getting out of Alicia Poto. She is a smart player and you'll see a lot of that sort of uh, V-cut backdoor cutting there and Ireland had really no choice was Fowler or give her a layup. <laughs> Afiaki gets the ball in at the low post. She turned well, got past Jerry, but left the uh, bank in shot a little bit short. 
Madigan now goes back to coming and gives the ball into the hands of the uh, new starter, Karen Ian Harrington. Harrington. Yeah, Harrington was looking sharp in the warm-up. Jerry then goes to coming around to Rowe. Rowe's a long way from home outside the arc. Back down to coming and eventually Madigan just gets a full start as she went to take off there. Yeah, just a little shuffle on a pivot foot there. Um, had the Sydney defender well up in her face and uh, I think she saw saw Elaine there and, and had second guessed herself and a little bit of a shuffle there. But it's Poto with the ball now for Sydney. She kicks it to the left. It's a plumber. Plumber, oh. dubious pass. It was. Tries to uh, get in over the top of, uh, I think that was Rachel Jarry again to, to Poto and Poto would have done a good job to hang on to that pass, let alone be able to do anything with it. Dr. Fallon just having a look at Kelsey Island's uh, palm there as play goes on and the AIS has rustled the ball back. Madigan kicks it quickly to Cumming. Cumming pulls up on the arc. Rowe has got Price watching her. Cuts back to Jerry at the top of the key. Then goes left side to Madigan. But we've got a whistle on the play and Pataki now gets her first personal foul. That's the first foul against Sydney here at 7 minutes 14. It's 4-2, the AS with the lead. Yeah, Kelsey Island looking in pain there. Um, she looked okay out there, so I'm, only, I'm guessing it happened off that uh, reach-in. Oh. And, and the foul on Poto as Caitlin Rowe just knocks down a 15-footer from the shoulder. AIS up 6-2 now. So Plummer with the ball flicks it over to Potocki. She drops it back into Plummer in the post. She goes to work. Nice move against Caitlin Rowe. Rowe played good D, but Plummer just had good position there. Was able to get the shot she wanted. Was able to get into the position, wasn't she? Madigan now, hands off, gives it off... Uh uh, to Harrington, goes back down to Cumming, Cumming puts oh, wow. a long bomb from the baseline, it rolled off Price's foot who missed the re- missed the rebound and the AAS will get a second turn at 11 seconds on the shot clock, 6.42 on the game in the first quarter as Cumming gets the inbound ball or the pass, oh that looked like last week the pass was so high there wasn't uh, too much chance for Caitlin Rowe to reel that in. Fortunately, the touch on the ball from Sydney Uni sees the AIS get it back with a new shot clock. AIS in good shape considering the way they're passing at the moment is, is not good. They really need to look after this ball a lot more. As Harrington in the corner goes around the arc now, gets it to the other side to Madigan. Madigan takes on Price and Price has been called for what looked like a pretty soft foul. Yeah. It didn't look like a hard arm bar at all, but uh, it was enough, and it will see the third foul. Three players now for Sydney on one foul apiece. Inbound ball getting into the hands of Harrington, coming a long way from home. Pass goes to Madigan. Madigan goes back to coming now. Round the arc to the left-hand side. Harrington gets it. Rowe looking to take position. So is Madigan, but they go to coming instead. Dump over the top to Madigan. Outside. Harrington for three. Rattles off the iron. And Afiaki cleans it up. Afiaki, the long ball down to Plummer. She's running in the lane. Goes into Potocki. Nothing going. A lot of traffic in there. Plum puts it off the side of the... Of the oh, that was whoa. great work by Poto then. Cumming was busy watching the ball coming to her as she was trying to get to the front court. Poto just stood in front of her and took the hit. Poto went sliding across the court. there, so there was something. Well, there's a violation because it's Sydney's ball, but no foul was called. No foul's gone up on the ball either, so... Yep. Because you'd think that'd be a straightforward foul to Cumming there, just charging a defensive player. 
as Mott comes in for Madigan now as the rotations begin to happen. Interestingly enough, uh, two fouls on Ireland, who's still getting some work done as the uh, doctors are starting to uh, put the tape onto the... Uh, it doesn't look like it's the wrist. It looks like it's thumb or forefinger. Could be finger if she's reaching in there on that mm. pass on, on Poto where she fouled her. Oh, Petrocki! That was a big move, just moving Mott out the way. She was looking back down the court and managed to roll the layup. You know, I guess that's a reverse layup, but <laughs> uh, it looked a lot harder. Yeah, she made a meal of it, but, but, but uh, yeah, got the points in the end. So, AIS now in offence. Oh. Flick pass over to Steph Cumming. She gets a wide open three and nails the outside shot. So, the AIS back up nine oh. to six. Horrible Harrington. baseline pass from Price. Trying to find Alicia Poto. Not quite sure why Poto five, should have been... Uh, Five-point play there. It's 11-6 now on the AS. Up by five at the halfway mark of the first turn. Well, both teams just not looking after the ball early on. Sydney's gaps have been a little more uh, surprising, I guess, when Alicia Poto's been involved in two of them. Plummer there goes for the long-range three. Rose down court. Rose gets fouled by Price the, by the pass. She just got. Uh, she knew she was taking a bump there and just didn't go through with the layup yeah, comfortably. Price really bailed her out there because mm. uh, before there was any contact, Caitlin Rowe pretty much bailed on the drive yeah. and did a sort of sideways hooky from outside the, the keyway there. That was a, a pretty low percentage shot. If Price had just backed away, she probably would have been able to pick up the rebound. So. Mm. Timeout has been called by uh, by Sydney Uni. Karen Dalton wants to have a chat. And uh, it was interesting, you're talking about the passing. Last week it was uh, a terrible second half by the AIS, which uh, had uh, Coach Kinsman, as he said to us in pre-game, he had them back to under 12 <laughs> inside passing drills just to try and get them uh, working a bit better. And, uh, of course, with no Liz Cambridge tonight, as uh, she's out with stress fractures, it does mean that they don't have that six foot eight present Very inside, inside presence yeah, yeah. to be able to go to. Meanwhile, Karen Dalton, of course, was saying to us, "We should win it. We have to win it if we want to play finals this year." That's exactly right. It, it's been a long time since I can remember a Sydney team being at three and six after nine games. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got to be their worst start for a long time. Um, you know, talking. 10, 15 years, we have to go back through the record yeah. to check it out, but it's certainly... You're working with the wrong player here, it's not John Keo, mate, I don't have the records in front of me. <laughs> no, I left mine at home tonight too, so the lazy boys are on the mic tonight. But, right, uh, exactly. It's been a long time since Sydney have, have only had three wins out of the first nine games, so um, yeah, a lot on the line for them, uh, you know, not only their position on the ladder, and as Dalton said, you know, they're chance at making the playoffs, but for pride too. This is Sydney Uni. They've been in, you know, seven finals in the last nine years. As the both are made by Rowe, so Price really playing a uh, get-out-of-jail-free card for Rowe that time. Definitely, yeah. It was, you know, that would have been a, a very lucky shot if it had gone in. So Rachel Herrick inbound the ball to Poto. Poto now coming up with Harrington defending her. We've got uh, Molly Lewis on for Sydney. She's come out to play as well. So Poto just at the shoulder with the pass back from Lewis. Oh, nice rebound. Ooh, Apiaki eventually comes up with it. About four players going for it. Poto on the drive. A couple of reaches in there. No foul. All clean. Outlet pass all the way down to the court. 
That was Marie uh, Farley was way out in front. She just busted away as soon as they got the ball. And it was uh, Tess Madgen who was able to get that outlet pass. It was nice, nice work from the Institute. Kate Oliver on for the AIS now as well. Yeah, Herrick's gone in as well for the Sydney Uni Flames as Poto, double-teaming Poto outside. Now Apiaki thought she could get away. Mott went to her and, oh, Mott, softest foul of the night for mine. But a good, a good move, strong move from Apiaki there. Was able to, to shake her enough to get her to move left and then just able to use that space, put the step through. And really, Rosie Mott didn't have an option there except to foul her. You're never going to let anybody just... Walk into your key and make a layup. 15 to 6 here as Afiaki makes the first, so it's 15 to 7. Three minutes and 56, and uh, the AAS just need to settle now with this intensity, with this scoreboard pressure, continue on their way. Definitely, they've got an advantage at the moment. Um, Sydney, you've got, you know, that price is out already. She's got two fouls for the quarter, so she's sitting down. You've got uh, three of Sydney's bench players out, sorry, two of Sydney's bench players out there. Mm. And, you know, one thing the AOS always does have is fresh legs. They've got a deep bench. They've got a lot of people that can get out there and run hard. Sydney will not have that luxury. Uh, Reef Farley now with the ball, just moving around the top of the key. Kicks it down to Harrington. Shot goes up from... Uh, that was... Mott. Madgen. So she picks up the, uh, the two points there. 17 to 8 here, 9 point advantage still for the AIS with 3 minutes and 25 seconds left to go. Herrick tries to make room at the top of the key. No, Poto gets there. Good screen by Herrick. Poto fakes the three. She's in trouble because she gave up on the dribble. Had to go left to Afiaki. Herrick gets it in the paint. Herrick, though, leaves it underneath the basket. Gives it back to Farley. Kick out. Harrington oh, pulled up at Afiaki and backed away. Good defence yeah. from Eva Afiaki there. Was as Farley looking to go inside. Can't do it at the moment. The D from Sydney Uni is strong. Madigan goes to the top of the key as Harrington puts the ball on the floor. Madigan rolls in, but it's ignored by Harrington. Goes off. Oh, Mott eventually has the ball tapped away, and Herrick and Poto work it out into the front court. Afiaki, ooh, she, she pulls was lucky to grab that one. That, that was, was great D by the uh, AI, by the uh, Sydney Uni Flames, and uh, the AIS that had no answers for it because they weren't hitting inside passes. To break the defence down. No, again though, Sydney, as you mentioned, Craig, Sydney, great defence there. But um, Alicia Poto again just threw that ball up. Um, Apiaki didn't even know where it was. She happened to look around at the right moment and dropped in over her shoulder. That could have easily been another turnover. Well, plenty of turnovers, the story of the game so far. As Quick shot is, from Molly Lewis. Yeah, Molly Lewis. As timeout has been... No, sorry, just a sub. I thought Dean Kinsman was wanting to have a chat there. Wouldn't surprise me if he did just quietly. Well, Plummer coming off, Patochi on, so... That's the uh, low team now. Oh, Herrick, I guess Herrick on Oliver is an even match, but the AAS isn't playing real tall. Malt coming as next tallest as Gaze is out there now. Goes to Malt, to Gaze, left 45, Gaze for three. It was off uh, line, tapped away, and Oliver beats the path down to collect it. Gives it off to Gaze immediately. Coming now on the right 45. Goes back to Madigan. Oh, Gaze quickly. Malt drives baseline. Nice. Put it into the right hand for the EJ and makes it. That was pretty agile. We're starting to see more Rosie Malt. Oh, she almost got a steal there. 
Patochi one on one there. Patochi and uh, Afiaki. And Afiaki, sorry, one on two. We're able to get the easy layup. So it's Kate Gaze with the ball there. A really nice drive there from Rosie Malt. Kate Gaze now with the ball for the Institute. Brings it to the top of the key. Round to Malt. Back to Gaze. Flicking it through to Brie Farley. She goes, oh, no, sorry, it's Tess Madgen. And she drives in draw. and gets fouled by two Sydney defenders. They freaked out there. That's the fifth too, so the AS will go to the line even though it wasn't a shooting foul. No, it was definitely on the drive and they really panic stationed on, on Tess Madgen there and just both went in and made sure that they fouled. Kate Rowe has come back on. Caitlin Rowe back on for the AIS. Um, Kate Oliver has come and had a sit down for the Institute. First free throw is good from Tess Madgen. So 20 to 10, the AIS at minute 26 to go. Brilliant start for them. Oh, Kate Rowe. Rowe doesn't pull in the rebound, but manages to tap it free to half the Sydney team. They were in offense already, so they've scrambled back. Kate Gaze now with the ball. Ooh, just kicks it off there to Caitlin Rowe. Steph Cummings swings it through to Malt. Over on the left-hand side, back to the top of the key to Cumming. Madgen, shot clock winding down. It did a swing around the outside. Malt goes inside. Kate Rowe just, oh, just outside, but Rosie Malt in there. It's a new 24. Terrible. now on the right side of the key. They're still outside the arc. No inside game is what's worrying me for the AIS as it goes to Malt. Malt backs away, goes back to Gaze. Now it's Sir Madigan who is inside the key, but it was at the top of the oh, key. Nice. Opens the path for Cummings who banks in the J. 22-10 and we're inside the last minute of the first term. Cummings just with a nice fake to, to dribble right and her defender just bought it completely and opened up the lane for a really nice bank off the glass. Poto now Popped up a quick three, nothing doing. Afiaki with the rebound, though, was able to walk into the key, so both teams not doing a good job on the rebounding. She steps in and gets an easy two points. As it works its way around now, it's coming on the left side, gives it to Gaze. Gaze immediately goes back to coming, who is on the right 45. Certainly a lot of movement as Madigan. Oh, oh I thought that was a foul by Afiaki. It was a no call in the end. And that so what's been called so far in the quarter? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was the biggest um, <laughs> shot I've seen this weekend. But uh, it's a 10-point lead as Dean Kinsman is asking Claire Stevenson what, what was the no call about. 10-point lead for the AAS going into the first break. Sigh. Yeah, I think he's probably asking, you know, the girls that come to the Institute are pretty good. They don't normally... Uh, are, are not normally... <laughs> Unable to make a layup and not even make the ring. But uh, anyway, yeah. So both teams, yeah, both teams got got issues. Um, but certainly no on the scoreboard, game, no inside game for the AIS is 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 the real concern. But here. it didn't hurt them. That, that that's the thing oh. that's going to hurt Sydney there because uh, you know there's been no Sydney were unable to really take any advantage of that. And you're absolutely right. Last two or three minutes, um, AIS were just swinging it around the outside. Uh, but they were patient too. I mean, mm. we saw the Steph Cumming drive. We saw the nice the drive from Rosie Malt. Mm. Um, you know, they were able to just to buy their time and be patient with it. Um, Sydney's defense. I mean, both ends. Sydney just look um, like they're panicking. They're, they're really sort of freaking out. We saw the drive <laughs> on Madgen. She was, you know, she was well away from the basket. They fouled her on the drive. Two players and and sent to the line. It's just uncharacteristic to see a Sydney team playing like this. As you look at the stats, I'll tell you that it's a good crowd in today for a midweek game at the training hall. number of the uh, Canberra Transact Capitals coming along. I can see uh, 
Uh, Jess and Nat over uh, in one corner. They were with Chris Lucas a little bit earlier tonight, who was also having a look at that first term. And uh, also uh, Moose, the crash test dummy, Michelle Musselwhite. Yep, I saw Moose Mobile in the car park yeah. when I parked here tonight. And uh, <laughs> she, she is uh, just having a look at her former team, a team that, uh, well, she almost wouldn't recognise with the number of... Uh, Take it years of the night, I'll tell you that. It's uh, Afiaki and Poto, the only two starters, regular starters, because, of course, Herrick did start a number of times throughout the year. But uh, Poto and Afiaki, the only two regular starters in that team, the next four of their best six have all been pilfered by WNBL clubs or overseas clubs. So uh, that is why it's the... New Institute up against the old Institute for mine tonight. Pretty much, yeah. You, you've got Molly Lewis, Eva Rafiaki, Jamie Kennedy. Herrick. Herrick. Uh, and uh, Poto was here, of course. Uh, but, yep. um, uh, but you've got also Nikita Martin. Yep. Uh, Lauren Zini wasn't here. She was a Melbourne player. Uh, yeah, or? yeah, originally. So she she wasn't able to make it. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it's quite, quite yep. a few players that have been through the program. As we just uh, wait, we've got two seconds off the clock already. Not a lot to say in the, in the stats-wise. Eva Afiaki's uh, chipped in with half of Sydney's points with six. Um, AIS sharing the love beautifully. Caitlin Rowe with four. Coming with five. Jerry with four. Tess Madgen with three. And then you've got uh, Kelsey Island, Rose, Rosie Melt, and Brie Farley with two apiece. So yeah, two concerns for Toki and Price. Both who have been regular starters for Sydney Uni Flames. Uh, both on two fouls here after the first term, and consequently, both sitting down. So you've got Kennedy, Herrick, uh, Poto, just trying to see who else is there, Apiaki, and Molly Lewis, your starters for this quarter, where the AAS have gone out there with Madigan, Jerry, Gaze, Rowe and Cumming. They've gone out with four of their starting five. Interesting too, Sydney have not started uh, Lindsay Plummer, Mm. which... Man, I can tell you, I'd, I would have her out there 40 minutes for this game if I could. Yeah. <laughs> if I Coming now, goes to Gaze as we restart play here in the second turn. Madigan, over the top, Gaze gets to Jerry, and that was the passes we need to see last week, and those were the type of moves that were getting the AAS back in front of Adelaide in, in the second quarter last week. Very effective, as Sydney now has to look for a, well, an attacking point. They go, Poto, Kennedy. Kennedy drives the left line on Jarry, has to pull up, goes back to Fiaki, who's on the left elbow. Poto fakes a three, moves to the left, and then projects it up. Oh, just unfortunately for Jarry that time, she couldn't reel it in before the second bounce had it over the baseline. Yeah, the Sydney team at the moment are in trouble. Um, Alicia Poto looks pretty flat. She's looking Coming back from frustrated. And, oh, Herrick. Um, Herrick. Misses the underarm from Apiaki. AIS turn it over. Coming. Oh, Madigan gets a quick jarry. They're still all outside. Rose taking up position low post. Let's see if they can go to her. Herrick's watching her. They hand off to Coming. Coming goes back to Gaze. Over the top. Jerry tried to get in there, but a hand on the pass from Poto was good enough to upset the move. And Poto, oh, oh wow. That's, that's a double dribble. Isn't it? It's a tricky one because she's lost control of the ball and it's and it's bounced a couple of times. So I think in theory that she's good. She's, she's, she's gone to pass and she's she's actually copped it up there. Um, she's very lucky she had a defender, you know, gunning backwards as well. So she's in effect she's sort of thrown it forward. Madigan and Cummings sit down as Farley goes out there and Ireland going back in. Now Ireland has got that forefinger fairly heavily strapped now. Yeah, she might have just got a, a, a knuckle jam or, or something in on there. 
Evrafiaki goes in, kicks it back out to Lewis. Lewis from outside, no good. Uh, Kennedy tried to do the rebounding and Brie Farley just muscled her right over the baseline and it's the AIS ball. 24-12, the AIS the only team to score in this quarter so far and we're at 8 minutes 29 left in the half. Farley, oh, goes back to Ireland, Poto with a hand in there. And even though Poto, I, I'm almost certain, is not fully fit, although that is not what... Uh, uh, not what Karen said to me before the game. She would never <laughs> tell you otherwise. <laughs> um, she is looking like she's just struggling on the backup. Yep, just um, you know a little little flattened energy, but she certainly, uh, you know, we've seen her all game. She's defensively, she's hands in the lane, she's she's breaking up passes and doing what's required. But uh, we have another problem with the time clock again. Uh, referees just uh, having a quick having a quick word. As Gaze looking to inbound the ball, she's held onto it for a, a long while. Farley had to go half court, top of the arc. Gaze goes around. Oh, jacked up a three. Oh, Lewis well got by Lewis. Of it, yeah. yeah. And Kennedy is off to the races now. Kicks long over to Poto. Poto pulls up on the 45 left side. Apiaki on the left lane. Apiaki might have to go herself here. Jerry gives her enough room. Oh, I thought Jerry stepped into her then. Goes back to Herrick. Herrick from the free throw line. Horrible off line. Shot. Lewis. Gets the foul from Gaze. Gaze, yeah, she picks up the foul. Stepped in with a push on the rebound. Plummer looking to come in now. As Gaze sits down, Cummings comes in for her, and Herrick sits down. Sydney, you know, I didn't see... uh, What show did she play in the game against Canberra last week? Who was that, sorry? Was Podo playing? Yes, she she was. She went down right late, and uh, that certainly uh, gave the uh, Capitals that little impetus they needed to seal it. As Poto drives down the right lane, dumps out to Apiaki, shot doesn't fall, Apiaki cleans up herself, dump over to Poto on the baseline, rattles off the three, the iron, and oh, poor Molly Lewis, Lewis yeah, has got the last off. touch on it. Now, I was used to seeing Molly Lewis in the white here at the training hall. <laughs> Molly Lewis is really... Um, yeah, I mean, we're not well, seeing. Well, she sits down now. We're not seeing her do much. I mean, she's she's always been a bit of a specialist, even when she was here at the AIS, a specialist mm. outside shooter. And if that's not in a game, oh, then. Oh, um, oh, oh. Jerry gets the long ball. Kennedy came to her. Coming has an eternity. Oh, pulls up short. Apiaki reels it in. And it will be still 24 to 12, and we're through two and a half minutes. And the AIS, the only people to score. One jump. Oh, Kennedy's pass blocked by Faley, but it fell straight back into Kennedy's hands. Gives off to Plummer now. Bounce pass low. Poto finally opens the scoring for Sydney in the second turn. Well, if, you know, as we said, four points have been scored. Two by each team in, in three minutes of play. That's got to play into AIS's advantage with a ten-point lead at the moment. So Coming over the top to Jerry in the paint. Jerry, oh, just absolutely oh. molested by Apiaki. And still really got unlucky the shot. that it didn't drop. Yeah, still got the shot up, but it didn't fall. Plummer rebounded. Apiaki brought it down. Outside to Kennedy. They can't let up on her. She is a three-point shooter. Apiaki in the paint, and she finds the room. Dean Kinsman wants to have a chat for his first time out of the game. If you, if you are Dean Kinsman here, you get, you'd be saying to your girls, look, at the moment tonight, this Sydney team has two players. It's got Eva Rafiaki and it's got Alicia Poto. No one else is really doing much of anything at all. Um, you can see in their offense they they will panic and make horrible passes trying to get the ball into into Poto's hands. Mm. So um, they've got to learn to play without 
Poto. They've got to learn to, to have that confidence to, to get into their stuff and, and to be able to run through it. Um, you know, and they do... You've got players out there like um, like Jamie Kennedy and Nikita Lee Martin who are, you know, really, they're inexperienced. It's only their first year out. Um, but they need to... They need to be taking up that challenge and running stuff through. There's almost like a panic. It's almost like, well, if it doesn't go through Posse's hands, like it's just not on. Um, Eva has been a little lucky. I think she's she's made some pretty wild drives and a couple of wild dishes and stuff, and been able to hang on to it. But she's that sort of player too. She she uh, you know you live and die off that energy that she brings and. Um, you know, she's always just out there sort of going hard. But I think the, the thing that Karen Dalton will be able to accept with is because they don't have that in energy. They're not showing that enthusiasm, no. which she said she wants from the team. Good to see Kira Shields has made the trip down to Canberra too. Probably gets a chance to visit some families now. Uni exams are over. But Rowe goes to Ireland. Ireland back to Madigan. Rowe's looking to get into the paint. Plumber's guarding that area at the moment. Rowe goes out now, doubles back, but Pataki's blocking up. As uh, coming, goes outside, Farley's, uh, well, left too long. The ball was stripped by Apiaki then, and uh, as you said, there's two players working here, Apiaki and Poto. The rest are, uh, well, dare I say, passengers. Well, they've just got to get in the game and, and be ready to, to go with the ball. Apiaki now with the ball in offence, kicks it to Poto. Poto swings it back right, gives us off some room, looks at the open three. Her shots are all well short tonight. She's had four... I think three-point attempts, and they've all clanged low off the ring or, or hit the net, so they're not going to be able to shoot their way out of this. Over the top from Madigan, outside to Farley. It's all net. Three Farley's and a textbook shot. It's beautiful. It's 27 to 16 here as it's 5 minutes 42 left to go in the first term. AIS Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Kennedy hands off Tapiaki. Fakes the hand back, then goes to Plummer on the left lane, who gets around row, bucket counts, and she'll go to the line. Yeah, just, you know, she knew she was foul, but she just kept going. Um, got the shot up, and it drops, and, you know, a sort of going to the line to shoot two. She's got the two in the bag, and she's going to shoot for the bonus. So that's just a, a good, experienced head out. As I said before, if, if uh, unless there's some sort of injury concern, I'd be playing Plummer 40 minutes. She's um, even, she's one of those players, even when she's not scoring, she's. Um, she's being a menace at the defensive end and she's uh, one of those players that offensively demands attention whether she's scoring or not. No one's going to leave her alone. They're going to play good hard defence on her and make her work. As uh, the bonus is made, 27-19 here at the training hall, AIS with the advantage as they go left side. Gives it off to Harrington. Harrington now fakes to the right. Goes back to Ireland. Again, they're looking outside. Nothing happening inside. Ireland drives down the right lane. Kicks out the coming. Coming. Puts up a nice little day as she finally attacks the basket. Ireland did try to attack the basket. Yeah. Then, to her credit, got into trouble and was able to get the coming who worked out how to do it. Lorenzini's in for Sydney as Pataki also on the floor. Definitely. That's a good move from Dalton. I mean, Lorenzini can spark you. She's... That kind of energy. He's got some three points chops as well. Yep, definitely. As the ball stripped onto Plummer's leg in the AS. Good work by Oliver, who's back out there. And it is Madigan, Oliver, Ireland, uh, Harrington, and coming for the AIS who bring the ball back up through Ireland. So hopefully that finger jar wasn't anything more serious. I don't think they'd have Ireland out there 
if it was. Harrington cuts inside. Oh, the pass was supposed to go to Oliver. Ireland goes back on it. Throws up a three. Rattles off the island. Oliver oh, Kate Oliver. it away. Almost able to tip it to her. Yeah, Pataki and Lorenzini on the ground. Come up with it. Plummer got a bad pass. She had to pull up on it. Goes back to Lorenzini. Lorenzini, who had elbow surgery during the off-season, has got that skin. Oh, oh and that was just a stupid foul. Karen Harrington just a hip and shoulder there. And Harrington, I tell you what, that's one of the best Laura Summit and what me looks from an AIS player <laughs> in years because <laughs> it was a blatant foul and she stood there and gave it the full Summerton. Lorenzini now just trying to clear the defender off, <laughs> off of her there. Playing up on a pretty hard plumber with the ball now. She drops it into Afiaki in the post. Oh, that was the move. But Afiaki regains nice it. She should have been passing to Plumber who'd cut baseline. Instead, she went all the way herself in heavy traffic and gets the layup. It's eight points, 29 to 21. AIS with the lead, three minutes and 42. Plumber's been called. Where was that? No, I think foul? it's Patochin. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it because I was watching the ball carry it in. Yeah. And Plummer no, was two Plummer feet was away from her. That's third personal. Well, that's good news for the AAS. As the number 12, Pataki, with only two points scored, has now got... Is it two fouls or three? It's saying, yeah, it's saying uh, three now. It comes, yeah. Yep, it's saying three now. So more fouls than points is a good sign when you've got a dangerous starter. As uh, Karen Dalton... Off the ball. Karen Dalton, Karen Dalton was watching the ball as well. No, no, I think she was asking how did that foul get called. Oh. <laughs> as uh, Harrington just gets run over by Lorenzini. Oliver drives down the left lane. Oh, Ooh. doesn't get it in. But Jerry was there. The putback was on the underside of the back under basket, yeah. Poto brings it down the right wing. As a bounce pass inside. Goes to Plummer. Drives down the right lane. Gets the baseline and has drawn the foul out of Oliver. That's Oliver's first personal foul. But uh, importantly, the AAS will be on 14 fouls now. The Sydney Uni Flame only have the one as Nikita Martin comes in for her first minutes of the game. Pataki sits down. Sydney doing, you know, they're, they're clawing it back there. Eight points down at the moment. And they're the sort of team that, you know, can score in a hurry. They could knock down 10 points in, in a matter of, you know, 30, 40 seconds. If 10 points in 30, 40 seconds. It. Absolutely. Okay. Seen Poto do it. <laughs> she come down and just knocked down some threes. There's some good outside shooters. Uh, Plummer's second didn't land, but she was good enough to butter up and get the rebound. Martin goes back to Plummer on the right elbow. Oh, cutting in Poto, and I think Harrington's Harrington got again. a second. Yeah. She's got a third foul now, Harrington. Just bumping. See Kate Gaze get up straight away, so she'll be subbing yeah. off Harrington. Barley's coming in as well for coming. Harrington, she's, she's almost concentrating so much on, on being physical. She put that energy into actually getting in front and, and being disruptive. It might be a bit more uh, conducive to what the AAS is trying to do. Steph Cummings sits down, has a rest as well. I guess this is how you do it in 30 seconds. You stop the clock because of the foul count yep. and you just start closing up two at a time. Yep. And it gets, oh no, the second one doesn't run down, but Lewis again does the rebound. Great oh, work by Ireland. Ireland fouled, uh, no, Lewis, Lewis fouled yeah. Ireland on the strip, and now Karen Dalton wants the timeout to have a chat about things because it's 29 23, but Sydney, after, uh, well, starting to get a bit of a momentum shift, had a, uh, well, a silly foul called against them. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey Island just got a hand in there. Didn't even really steal it. Just knocked it free. 
and uh, Lewis just stepped up and big hip check there and knocked Kelsey mm-hmm. Island to the floor. It's not a good not a good look and usually a bit of a dead giveaway. But um, yeah, I mean Sydney are by no means out of this game. It's six points. It's, it's two shots at the moment. Uh, but you know, we, as we mentioned, we've got Patochi in foul trouble. Um, Eva Afiaki just really doing all the scoring. Um, I think uh, Plummer has six as well. Afiaki with ten. So if you're the AIS, you, you're trying to deny possession for those players that are hurting you. You try to deny possession to Poto as much as humanly possible. Uh, and then you also try to, to deny possession to Eva Afiaki. Or, you know, let her get the ball well outside the key, so she's got to really work hard to get it in there. But, um, yeah, we... The AIS just needs to hang tough here and just keep playing their game. Don't get, don't try to, you know, work too hard at taking Sydney out of theirs. Um, Sydney brought out uh, Nikita Lee Martin for the first time tonight. So Lorenzini and Poto are the guards. Lewis, Martin, we well got three guards on and Lewis, uh, Plummer and Martin are going to be your forwards. The ball stolen from Alicia Poto. There's some of those very quick points that she's able to pour in. And the AIS now in a little bit of panic, but they get the ball up into the front court. Not quite yet. Brief Farley eventually gets it over with about a second to spare in the backcourt violation. Kate goes back to Farley now over to Ireland. So AIS going with three guards at the moment too. Yeah. As Farley dribbles it around. They're running out of time now. Oh, Molly Lewis does a good job. Farley eventually jacks up a shot. It doesn't hit the backboard and it will be a turnover. 29-25, 2 minutes 30. Sydney working their way back into this game as the AIS just uh, are looking like they don't know how to win. That's, I mean, this is the... You know, we've talked about it over the years, game in, game out, about experience and about, you know... Players like Alicia Poto and Lindsay Plummer and certainly Karen Dalton as a coach know that Sydney don't, you know, they're down by 12 or something. They don't need to go out and do anything amazing. They just need to concentrate on scoring and on stopping the other team scoring each possession. You just, you don't think any further ahead than that, particularly early in a game like this. Well, it's Martin who jacked up a three, rattled away. Lewis got the rebound. Then it goes back. And eventually Sydney working it through. Plummer has it slapped away. As oh, Poto's called for the foul now. Poto gets her first personal foul. It's only the third team foul on Sydney Uni Flames. So the AIS will only get it from the side. But the AIS really need to, uh, well, will really need to uh, start to lift here if they want. They've so stopped attacking the basket as well yeah. as they did in that first quarter, so they just need to, I think, get back on the front foot a little bit, certainly on the back foot. Well, then, yeah, they've got to look at the basket and be confident to score. Jerry now goes outside to Farley. Farley dumps over the top to Jerry. Jerry in heavy trouble, and uh, she gets a travel called on her. Another, another foul. Another turnover, I should say. Yeah, the AOS have just dropped confidence at the moment. They, uh, you know, that starting group they had to begin with was was doing very, very well at just attacking the basket. Um, you know, they've probably got a bit of the same issues that Sydney has. They're probably, you know, going, oh, I wish Cambridge was out here and could, you know, make yep. some more room for us as Alicia Poto goes to work it down yep. the other end. And Fadeaway jump shot on the baseline and Poto moves now to 10 points for the game. As Farley goes back to gaze over the top. Oh, armbar call on Nikita Martin. So that will be the fourth team foul on Sydney. It'll be Martin's first. And uh, 
it will be Farley from the baseline to restart play. Farley coming, Jerry, Rowe and Gaze as they are looking to go to coming. Poto slaps again. it away. Just and hand the lane just and knocks it free. Always there looking for an opportunity, isn't she? Well, it, it, does, it does more than actually give, you know, they don't give possession there, sure, but, um, you know, those guards, they're, they're freaking out. Every time the ball's coming to them, they're going, where's Poto? Where's Poto? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just, it just gets in the head of, of those players that she's such a defensive menace. Oh, left, uh, right-handed Jay Ooh, from wow. uh, Rowe. It was a good move. It just didn't land, and Lorenzini beats down the ball to get it back for Sydney Uni. 29-27 here with a minute left to play in the half. Oh, Plummer for three, rattles off the iron and it's Jerry, good enough to tap it away to Farley. Farley kicks it to Gaze. Gaze brings it down to Cumming. Cumming on the 45. I'd like to see Cumming start to light it up here as it goes back to Gaze. Gaze will, it's all net! Oh, uh, no, it's not. It hit the ring, but it looks good out of the dropped hand. it in, but it's still three and it Breaks it back out to a five-point lead. Sydney were within two. So a nice tension breaker there for the Institute. They need to stop here. 32, plays 27. A bounce pass to Martin on the baseline. Plummer tries to take the low post. Goes back to Poto, though, outside the arc, 45. Poto opens the lane, kicks it down to Afiaki. Afiaki drives in, and uh, Jerry gives away a soft foul in the end that sends Afiaki to the line. It'll be her first personal foul. But still, you know, it's it's still part of your plan. No one in the AIS team, uh, sorry, um, Karen Harrington has three fouls, but nobody else with any sort of foul trouble. So you, you don't give them anything easy into the basket there. It's an important mental, I guess, thing, yeah. defence. So that Sydney are thinking every time we go to the basket, we're going to get, you know, some physical attention. Well, Afiaki knocks down both. Yeah, both. So we're back to a three-point ball game. 32 plays 29. Ten seconds left. They'd want the last shot here. Coming, Coming yeah, working around the arc. Plummer has her uh, her progress arrested. Farley kicks it back to Jerry. Jerry drives into the paint and it's fouled by Afiaki. Yep. And Afiaki right sent her to the line. Bit unlucky for, for Eva. There was probably about half a second so there. Personal for Afiaki. As... Uh, well, Rachel Jerry will Ooh, misses the first. Short arm that just went r- quite flat, so seems to push it up. Much better. Ooh, rattles drops. around. At halftime, it's 33-29 here at the training hall for the AIS. Two players on seven points apiece. That is Steph Cumming and Rachel Jerry. Next best scorer is four to Caitlin Rowe and uh, a five to Bree Farley. Then it is three points apiece to Madigan, Oliver, and two points to Ireland, Malt. So at the long break, it's the AIS 33, 29 for Sydney Uni, 12 points to Eva Afiaki, six points, where am I? Seven points for Alicia Poto, six points for Lindsay Plummer, and then two points apiece to Price, who we haven't seen much of, sitting on two fouls, and also to Pataki, who is sitting on three fouls. At half-time, it's AIS with the advantage here at the training hall. We'll be back with the stats and the second half right after this break. Welcome back to the training hall, where the AIS lead the Sydney Uni Flames 
33-29, Wednesday Night Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Don't forget, we'll be back here in the training hall in, well, two, well, Friday week. Week and a half. Week. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of week and a half. These new week games. Wednesday games thrown everybody. That's it, indeed. <laughs> Where we'll see the AIS take on the Townsville Fire and Townsville sitting third currently here on the table. And, of course, Peter Buckle looking to make sure that that team stays thereabouts in his second year at the Fire. And uh, certainly with Rani Cox, Kerr, that's uh, not too bad a line-up to start with. And then you put in Trucker and the rest of them. And uh, he's got a, a pretty handy line-up up there in Townsville. And we'll be uh, hoping for some uh, February action. Definitely. I'd, I'd be surprised if Townsville aren't in the final four. Um, right, from the, right from the get-go, sorry, final five. Uh, they, right from the get-go, you know, even in pre-season, they were... They were looking good and looking solid. So um, introduce a few new players into that roster and they've done really well. Well, we get set with Plummer, Poto, Price, Afiaki and Pataki here for Sydney. We'll have first use of the ball. Uh, Madigan, Jerry, Cumming, uh, Rowe and Ireland, the starters. One of the stats that you were looking at was turnovers in the first half. They're Seven to the AIS and five to Flames. And Ronda Price did not hit the floor in that second quarter. Hook shot from Pataki. Doesn't fall. Madigan does well and kicks it immediately out to Ireland who runs down the right wing. On the 45 right side, she stops. It goes to the left side now. Coming, drives baseline, dumps out to Jerry. Jerry drives left lane at the basket. Oh, the layup was short. Napiaki gets an easy uh, rebound. Or did they give that to Price? They were both under there. Plummer now goes off to Pataki. Price on the low post, gets into the paint, trips over the player, pulls up the shot. Rowe does the rebounding when it doesn't fall. 9 minutes 20 seconds, 33-29, still the half-time score. Kelsey Ireland back out, so no sign of that dodgy finger that she picked up in the first quarter. She puts up a three, almost drops, no good though. No AIS players even in the key, so an easy rebound for Ronda Price. Patochi in offensive transition, she kicks it over to Lindsay Plummer, to Afiaki at the free throw line, into Price, little jump shot, oh. no good, but Plummer with the rebound, just no box out there from Caitlin Rowe, yep. and uh, just let Plummer walk in there, pick up the rebound about one step into the key, and a one-step layup, so too easy there. And it's 33-31, two-point ball game now, as the AASL Island, they're just not marking her outside the arc here, Madigan goes right side, gets it to the right elbow, and uh, the Poto pass. again. Breaks up the pass, goes full court, misses the layup. Price pulls it down, though, and then the J oh, is good. wow. All tied up, 33 apiece here, with 8.25 left to go in the third term. And that is a real worry when you just let uh, a player do that to you. Jerry had Apiaki try and come around the back with the steal. Didn't let go of the ball. Island backing forward, then back. Goes to Madigan. Madigan gets around Plummer. Oh, nice, nice jumper from the baseline. I'm not sure what Dean Kinsman wasn't happy about. He obviously saw something there but didn't get called. Price, top of the key, left side to Plummer. Goes back to Apiaki. Apiaki's got Poto. Island, oh, getting into a face there. Jerry arrests the momentum of Poto. Goes back to Apiaki. He goes down the Drop baseline. The shoulder. Yeah, did Island. position. The entire AIS bench up there in unity there as Ireland took the hit. Eva had, the, you know, she had the right away there and she had 
Ireland on the back foot. She didn't need to turn that shoulder in and draw the contact. So uh, just a little, a little bit of a brain snap there for Eva. 35 plays 33. The AIS with a two-point lead with 7.35 left to go. Madigan on the right side. Dump over the top. Row double team. Kick out to... Uh, to coming goes immediately. Jerry Jerry drives down the left lane. Oh, a three-second three violation. Second. Caitlin Rowe camping, and that is a uh, Island bad a three too. So that's uh, that hurts. Mm. Yeah, now a three-point basket turns into a turnover. So, but yeah, it's still in front. Thirty-five leading thirty-three. Seven thirty left in this third quarter. You really think the AIS need to get out to that ten-point lead again? For them to secure it though, as the uh, Sydney Uni side are out there with their guns. It's Apiaki back to Plummer. Plummer gets past Rowe, banks it nice in. Drive. She drives really well for a big girl and just she's got pretty good ball control too, so it's uh, she can be pretty dangerous. Goes on the left side to Cumming. Plummer goes out to her. She's a long way from home. The roll off though, Cumming gets away from Pataki. Tries to put up a layup from outside (laughs) the lane. And they're turning it over too easy, the AIS. Plummer now brings it down. She's got her hair scrunchy around her neck. It's, uh, you know, in a more physical murder ball type game, that would be a lethal weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Takes on Jerry, gets past her. She dropped the shoulder again. Lucky not to get pinned. Pataki outside to Poto for three off the back of the iron. Oh, Oh, heavy collision, but Plummer comes up with it. And Poto has time to reset the offense. Pataki not liking the close checking of Ireland. Pataki gets to the paint. Takes on Ireland. Ireland strips her at the same time as she takes a second seat on the ground. It's bad riffing though that because, the, the, you know, you mentioned it in the call. For, for 10 seconds there, Ireland and Pataki are going at it. Yep. They're reaching, they're pushing, they're dropping shoulders into each other. And it's only at the very last moment when... Uh, Patochi drives to the basket. You know, no, nothing more physical than what had been going on in the last 10 seconds. They call a foul. Yeah. And that, what they should be doing is pinging it right at the beginning as soon as they see it. Patochi on four, so she sits down. Mott's in. Madigan goes to Mott now. Mott's on the 45. Has to go back to the top of key. Oh, Cumming sees it, opens up for her. She wow. knocks it down from the charity stripe. And Cumming is going to take a moment to get back up. Not yeah. sure if she's got a cramp or something as she hit the ground. She was sort of sideways on the jump shot and a little awkward, so she might have twisted her ankle. She's getting up. Ginger, uh, she might have got a whack in the face, actually. She's yet blood coming blood out of her nose. nose so so uh, she might have copped a shot as she went for the shot. The so doctor's getting ready for this. The blood rule. Gloves go on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, great effort there from Steph. She's, cl- yeah, blood she's got a blood nose, but nose. it doesn't look broken. No, but she's uh, had the composure to get the whack in the face and still nail a nail difficult shot, off yep. balance shot. So they might have kudos to step. <laughs> it's really a poor clean up here, here, man. It's not not looking good. Dean Kinsman having a uh, chat with that's Drew Mead, isn't it? Yep, and, and he looks yeah. like he's getting ready for Movember, or he's in the middle of Movember. Drew Mead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Dean Kinsman like porn star mustaches. There is, there is indeed, and Dean Kinsman. Well, he's got that Movember. 24-7, baby. That's his stick. That's his yes. Two points is the lead as a timeout. I think this is an official timeout or a bench timeout. 37-35. Five minutes, 53. And uh, both teams taking the uh, chance. AIS sitting down. Sydney Uni standing up and just having a chat. Steph's in very good hands there with Doc Fallon. He's 
been here at the Institute for about 20 years. <laughs> well known to many medical all the current athletes mm-hmm. and any athlete that's been through here. Is very well respected in the field, but um, there's quite a bit of claret coming out of that nose. <laughs> indeed. Not uh, sure that she'll hit the floor again. I'm not sure. Well, blood they... all down a forearm yeah, too. Yeah. I don't know if uh, they've. Well, they're certainly worrying about the uh, the source before they worry about the cleanup. Not sure what they do with blood noses these days. These days, like... cork them and then give them. Well, if we're talking <laughs> AFL, they yeah, cork them and then they give them the money. The mummy. Fantastic strap jobs, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll see. Uh, see what happens. Step she seems okay. She doesn't seem dazed or, or confused or you know concussed or anything. Well, like obviously not. She nailed the three. Uh, nailed the two points to get the AS a two point lead. We're all tied up for a moment. Now Dean Kinsman having his about 18th chat to uh, the uh, grey team. I think he's spoken to everyone and uh, a few arms up in the air going, don't know what you're saying. He's got a nickname for Dean. We call him the lobbyist. The lobbyist. <laughs> he's there. You see him week in, week out, man. He's, 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 he's letting the reps know what he thinks and that's, yeah. you know, it's fine. It's, it's a coach's job. He's got to look after his girls and... Uh, the way, and I've got to agree with him at the moment, it, it's getting pretty physical out there. I think the refs are starting to lose control of the game. Well, hopefully and, uh, this timeout has uh, been an opportunity for the grey team to uh, work together and work it out. As it goes to Plummer now in the front court on the left 45. Apiaki's top of the key. Bounce past the Poto, but she was standing on Apiaki then. Apiaki gets it left lane, gets into the paint. Oh, I thought she nice. took about three steps then. But she gets away with it and nails the basket all sized up. 37 points apiece. Poto's gone down again too, and Poto looking a bit ginger. Yeah. I'd be running at Poto right at the moment. There was no no one there. She's just, um, you know, turned around, tripped on her own feet, really. Oh, the, uh, Farley gets the ball off to Jerry. Oh, nice. Point down, and Plummer's got a foul. And uh, well, Karen Dalton sits down. She wasn't happy. As it will be Jerry going to the line, Jerry. With nine points for the game and an opportunity to extend that, the second personal foul on Plummer. I think both of those have come in this quarter too. Yeah, Jerry is tough to defend. She's oh, it didn't fall in. Price with the ball. Rebound goes off to Plummer in the front court. Looking to go back. Oh, goes to Apiaki. Jerry watching her. Then back to Molly Lewis. To Plummer. Plummer goes to Apiaki. Inside to Price. Oh, good work from Mott who got a piece of the pass. Comes back with it. Dump over the top. The two on one. Oh, oh Jerry no. doesn't finish it off. Price sails up the jump ball. No. Oh. It's not dumped in the air. It's a foul on Rachel Jerry, her second personal. It's a heartbreaker. You're the AIS. You've seen Rachel Jerry hit some tough shots and some great drives. And, and uh, I'm not sure that she was really expecting to get that pass from Rosie Moulton in the end. Uh, she was under the basket. and Rosie was pretty close to being able to shoot it herself. Molly Lewis with the ball to Sydney. Oh, Poto left Poto. alone. Now she's got the range. Bang. Now Sydney she's get the lead. dangerous. Yep. 40, 40. place 39 here with 4 minutes and thir- 40. First lead of the game for Sydney. 4 minutes and 30 seconds left to go. Mott has the ball on the floor. Working around the arc. Still hands off to Ireland. Ireland sees an opening. Oh, look away past to Jerry. Jerry goes to go to Farley. 7 seconds left on the shot clock. It was tapped out by Molly Lewis. As Harrington and Gaze sub in for Madigan and Ireland. Cummings back up now. She's going to wash off the blood off the arm and then uh, 
Very looking nice. keen to get back out there. Yeah, I could understand why. As Gaze goes to Jerry. Jerry takes on Afiaki nice. and the layoff is good. Oh, Jerry's going to be called here for tapping the ball away as it was landing on her. No, they didn't say anything. Plummer bounce past to Poto in the backcourt and Poto sticks the fist up into the air and says, let's uh, go. Afiaki first received. Over the top to Poto. Good work from Mott who taps it away because, uh, well, Poto had got basket side of everyone. <laughs> Sub being called here as Kennedy looks to come in. Afiaki sits down for Kennedy. Inbound ball. Plummer gets it on the right elbow. As good work by Jerry there. She's going to dribble it back into the front court too. No one's gone to it. She could go all the way. No. Kick out for Farley who sets for three. Damn. Oh, man. And the AIS gets the lead back. 44-41 as this game is certainly a thriller. A midweek thriller here in the WNBL. Abby Bishop just arrives in as Lewis over the top to Plummer. Well, Plummer, oh, nice turn. Couldn't finish it off. Kennedy was charging in there. Farley comes up with it. Farley gets over the front half. Has to go over the top to Gaze. Oh, oh Price is given away an easy foul then. Yeah. Afiaki will come straight back in for Ronda Price. Ronda Price in the black boots too, funny aside. Um, the girls have all been uh, sort of indoctrinating Ronda Price into the Australian way of life. And uh, onto the tough calf mask of Karen Dalton. Oh, yeah. And she's gone, you know, she's wanted to do this and they're like, the other girls are oh, you can't do that. Um, coach Steph coming, running in, jumping over the WNBL banner to uh, wanting to get back into this game pretty uh, damn quick. It's the callback from yeah. Doc Fallon. He says, hang on yeah. a second, Steph. I've got to let's, check your head. <laughs> let's see what's going on. He's checking the alignment of the nose <laughs> and he's going to check to make sure that... Uh, Yep. There's no more bleeding there, but it's going, it's going come on, Doc. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> let me finish the story about Ronda Price. So she's, the girls are like, oh, you'll never get it. Dolts hates that. Get, get to the point where Dolts hates black boots. You better ask Dolts if you want to wear black boots. Like, Dolts couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, you want pink socks, you can play for Dolts. Reckon she liked Kelly Wilson at the moment. Right, yeah. just right. <laughs> anyway, um, so about a month ago, Rhonda comes up to her and says, Karen, is, uh, can I wear some black boots? My other ones have got holes in them. And it's like, Karen's like, yeah. of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, Rhonda Price is finding out about Australian hazing. stirring. Yeah. <laughs> As we restart, 44-40. The AIS with the lead. Farley inbounds the ball. I keep saying Nikita Martin when a six or a nine gets it. <laughs> oh, and here a ball into the foot of Malt and rolls into the backcourt. So the AIS turn it over here. Mariana Tolo is uh, uh, also coming in to have a look at tonight's game. Uh, Her and Abby are housemates, so it makes sense that they've shown up at the same time. <laughs> As uh, driving down the left lane, Afiaki goes out to Poto, drives to the baseline, doesn't get the drop. Malt doing well off the glass there in heavy traffic, kicks it to the right. Harrington goes back over the pass though, intercepted. I'm not sure if she was going for Gaze or Farley, but yeah. she certainly hit Kennedy. And she wasn't here last... Oh, yes, she was, so maybe that's why she hit Kennedy. <laughs> Lewis. Lewis on the left-hand wing, goes back to Poto. Poto inside to Price. Price, oh, Mott got a hand on the ball that time. 
Jarry and Malt work out the rebound, give it off to Farley down the left wing. Two minutes and 25 seconds now. Harrington pulls it back to the centre circle. Farley left, then goes to Malt. Malt goes right. Oh, Malt goes to Farley. Farley, big arc, but it's short. short. That time she panicked a bit with Eva Rafiaki running at her. That's a fair call. <laughs> it's a good move, though, and that one I saw AIS using on Dandenong. It really works effectively as they get a lot of open looks from that move. Poto now goes back to Afiaki. Afiaki watched by Jerry. Shoots over the top of Jerry. Rattles out. And Malt's got a third rebound in three plays as it's 44-40 with a minute 50 left to go in the half. Oh, sorry, in the quarter. We almost ended this game a quarter too soon. <laughs> Farley now dump over the top to Gaze. Turns in the pace. Oh, sorry, Jerry. And Jerry with that little hook. That was a nice move. She shook both defenders, sent them away from the basket and just a little spin. There you go. Is there a dinner party on? Kelly Abrams also dressed up and for the night as well. Looking very dressed up. Come from some special function perhaps? Perhaps. Poto in the paint. Oh, Ooh, Harrington's gee. been called for a ghost. Neither... The ref doesn't know who to call the foul on. The ref furthest away from the play has called the foul. The other two didn't uh, see it. Well, I saw a whoosh. <laughs> That's what I saw. Is that a technical term, Craig? It is a technical term, whoosh. <laughs> that's, that's arm meeting air as it swings through. Photo yeah. gets a gift. Uh, 46 well, plays 41. Photo makes photo, you, you, you get the respect and the, uh, sometimes the a little sometimes. bit of favouritism. <laughs> Harrington gets the inbound ball, zigzags. Molly Lewis watching her. Oh, Lewis got, didn't get the screen she was expecting from Farley. Bounce pass to Malt. Malt goes back to Harrington now to Farley. Farley over the top. Oh, the pass was too high for Rose. Nothing that the AIS could do about Seven it. Seven seconds and it'll be an AIS baseline ball. Kelsey Island coming back on for Harrington. Harrington picked up her fourth then. Yep, yep. fourth personal. So... Uh, Coach Kinsman will sit her out. Inbound to Malt at the top of the arc. Puts the ball on the floor. Over the top to Rowe. Rowe had Lewis bounce off her. Ooh. Oh, Farley tried to jack something up. I just, I heard hit the ring play on, although the shot clock didn't reset. It's a jump ball and I think it'll be AIS's. It is indeed. The two. Good option. 47 seconds left in this quarter. The AIS can work this down Ooh. a little. Get two points. at six points and... And then Sydney only have really one trip down the floor to, to eat into that lead. But the AIS haven't had good looks here in the last few moments. Inbound pass goes to Gaze, pulls the trigger on a three. Bang! Bang. Pretty good. Sydney will get a 40 seconds, so they've got a, a fresh 24. AIS want to stop here and then try to score again. Kennedy pushes off Farley, hand off to Poto. Poto being watched by Ireland, 30 seconds left. It's 49-42 as we go to the last break. It's Plummer on the left side, looking for Poto. Bounce past to Poto. Go over the top to Afiaki. Malt watching her as she backs into the paint. Malt got a hand on the ball. Good work. Ah, oh, but it rattled away from Malt's arms. Afiaki gets it back. Kennedy fakes the three, then Ten backs away. To go. Goes to Poto. One on the floor for the AS. Poto pulls the trigger on a big three. Bang. No, long two. So, it's 49-42. One second left. Rowe had to go quick. She oh, didn't, oh she banked too. it in, but it was <laughs> after the buzzer. A second too late. Mm. 
And at the final break, we have a five-point ball game here at the AAS Training Hall. It's 49-44 here on sportradio.com.au basketball as uh, we look at the scorers here for the AAS. They're 49 points. Leading scorer on the floor is uh, Rachel Jarry with 13. Nine points for Steph uh, Cunnings, who uh, I think might get herself some more court time before the night's out even after that blood nose. Also, nine, uh, eight points now for Bree Farley. Then it's five points for Tess Madigan. Four points for Caitlin Rowe. Oh, let's see. Six points for, uh, for Kate Gaze. And then two points apiece for Ireland and Malt. For the 44 for Sydney, it is uh, two equal higher scorers, Poto and Akiaki on 14 apiece. Then it's 10 for Plummer and four points for Price and two for Lorenzini. Lorenzini on four fouls and for the AIS, they have only Harrington on four fouls at the moment. Looking at some of the stats though, the rebounding, it's 22-26 in favour of the Flames. Turnovers, 11 to 8 uh, is 11 from the AIS, 8 for Sydney Uni. Steals, 5 for the Etude and 6 for Sydney Uni. Looking at points on turnovers, the AIS for the Flames 2. Points in the paint, 26 to 18 Flames favour and that is, uh, well, certainly in the first half, all going Flames way, those points in the paint. Second champ points. It's 8-2 to two in favour of the Flames. Points off the bench, though. This is a telling stat. 16 points off the bench to the AAS. None yet for the Flames. As we look at uh, the uh, shooting percentage, AAS on 48 from the field, 35 for the Flames. And in three-point territory, AAS at 36, 5 from 14. And uh, Sydney Uni, 11 percent one from nine so I guess uh, one of the things is this game still could be opened up with some big three-point shooters that Sydney have Plummer, Kennedy, Poto, Afiaki and Lewis, Lewis banked in the corner right in front of us now as it goes to Kennedy then to Poto, Afiaki in the paint she waits for Jerry to go over the top and then just gets it in, 49 plays 46, Sydney get their first score in a quarter here in the final. It is Gaze with Rowe now trying to work in the paint. Rowe working around. Jerry kicks back to Ireland. Ireland wrong foot. Uh, Lewis gets knocked to the ground after the shot went up. The shot didn't drop, but it will send Ireland to the line. Lewis will get her... Well, no, the foul is gone on to Afiaki. So that is the third personal on Afiaki. And Ireland will go to the line. So I'm not quite sure uh, how Afiaki got called on that one. Afiaki now with three fouls. Nine minutes and 28 seconds left as Ireland lines up to try and extend this AIS lead. Makes the first and they have hit the half century. 50 plays 46 with a shot to come. Good crowd has rolled in now. Coming, looking to come back into the game as the second shot rattles away. Afiaki does the clean-up. So it's 50-46, a four-point ball game. Lewis is set up in the corner now. Gaze is watching her as Poto brings it down the right wing. 
Go, bounce pass inside to Afiaki. Madigan, oh, good defensive work. Madigan pulls down the rebound and is able to eventually dribble away with it. Kicks it to the right wing. Ireland brings it down, then goes back to Madigan. Madigan drives down the left lane, gives off to Farley on the baseline. Back to Madigan in the paint. And a whistle on play. Too long in the key. Another three-second violation as Farley sits down and coming comes into the game. So another costly turnover as we've reached the first minute of the final term. Poto goes off to Kennedy on the left. Kennedy calling for Lewis. Lewis now cuts out to the top of the key. Bounce past the Poto who's at the charity stripe. She dribbles away to her left, finds Apiaki. Apiaki gets double teamed and Madigan who then went off the help out defence to Plummer who got the ball. Plummer makes the shot and it will be Plummer going to the line to pull this back into a one point ball game. 50 plus 48 shot to come. Plummer drawing out the first personal foul on Madigan. Shot short and it's still a two point ball game here as the AIS bring it back. Ireland goes to the 45, then back to Madigan. Oh, Poto almost strips of it, but that opens a lane. Madigan drives down nice. over the top of Afiaki and makes it. 52 place, 48, long transition. Afiaki goes all the way, banks it in off the glass. That hurts and you can see the pain on Ben Kinsman's face there. A fantastic effort at the offensive end and just not picking up players dangerous as either Afiaki in transition is just... Island goes to Madigan at the top of the key, coming, rolls off as Island has an eternity to set, rattles around and (laughs) drops. 55 to 50 here, eight minutes left in the game. Now they want to stop. Afiaki goes to Kennedy. Kennedy coming, watching her. Good to see coming back in there. Madigan's second soft foul in a matter of moments. And uh, Plummer this time not in the act of shooting. It is the second foul on Madigan. Second team foul of the quarter as Jerry sits down. Rowe goes back in. Rowe goes to Plummer immediately and that'll put Madigan on Afiaki. Afiaki looking around as Madigan goes over to Plummer now. So they're rolling quite a bit as it's uh, Martin roll off dump to Afiaki. Afiaki goes to Poto, top of the key. Kennedy, 4 yeah, 3. Wow. Well, you didn't see that too often when she was wearing the uh, blue and red. Uh, Gaze fakes on, oh, fake the, uh, she pulled up for the jump, then took off with a pass and they've called it for the travel, 55-50, 7 minutes 30. They got the defensive stop, they just didn't get the score at the other end. Well, not even a look, <laughs> that's what hurts there. Still 5 points up, there's 7.25 left in the quarter. Afiaki goes back to Kennedy. They were raffling it amongst themselves. Then goes back to Poto for three. Rattles off the iron and coming. Pulls down. A good rebound. Gives it off to Ireland. Ireland's coming straight up the centre of the court. Kennedy's watching her. Rowe tries to set the uh, screen but didn't get there in time. Goes to Madigan. Then off to Cumming who drives down left side. Oh, dump off to Rowe but Rowe couldn't get it to drop. Yes, Plummer now will get it. As a cross-court pass goes down, Kennedy in the corner, back. Oh, good work by Ireland who gets into the pass. And that's the thing, pulls up, jump shot oh, oh, wow. from about 12 feet. Gaze pulls it back down. It was a good look. She had Gaze there for yep. to contest the rebound. So it was the right idea. Yeah. Yep. 
There's Island just working around. Going to the left-hand side. There's no one there. She tries to work baseline to get it back. But unfortunately, it's cut off by Poto. And Poto, well, had Afiaki. Oh, wow. What was that? A late, late call. The ball was just silly. Just Caitlin Rowe just... I mean, that was a loud. That was gone. You just leave it alone. And she just mm-hmm. came over and just, just a bit of a hack across the shoulder. Nothing really hard, but certainly no chance of, of stopping the shot or getting anywhere near the ball. And sends it to the line, too. Absolutely. Mm. So now it's a three-point play. 55 plays, 52, as Eva Afiaki decides instead of shooting. About time to do it for later. Fair enough. More importantly, it puts the AIS now in three team fouls. Mm. With, uh, six minutes, 20 to go. So it's uh, just a foul they didn't need to give. No, not at all. Afiaki to shoot one. Just chalk it down to the impetuousness of you. Yes. <laughs> need to box out well here. Well, no, they don't. It was all no made. box out required. <laughs> yeah, no she nailed that shot. Yeah. Island. Two-point game. 55-53. 6-13 left. Oh, Gaze just inside the three-point arc on the baseline. Nails it. And that was a good look and she took the confidence. And Gaze is really a confidence shooter too. Very much so. If she thinks about it sometimes, it's uh, too late. Tapped away, Island. Poto with a very lazy pass looking for Sotoki. Island's uh, doing a, a very good job of just being that disruptive defensive player. We saw her get the, the steal before, push it up the floor. Um, she got a hand in that pass from Poto as well, so... It's what they need. And Poto looks tired. She's um, clearly not 100%. We've seen elements of it during the game tonight. So, yeah, still having a great game. But it is one of those problems where you have to uh, you have to be fully fit going into any WNBL game. You can't have passengers. And particularly, I, I guess, the thing with Poto, though, is she's such a creative genius. Well, that's the thing. Even, even underdone a little as she is tonight, she's certainly no passenger. She's still got well, 14 points, has been a defensive menace uh, for the team. But, uh, you know, in, whereas in, in years gone past, there would be other players that could probably fill in and, and, and take on, take some of that pressure off her. She's really the marquee player here. Mm. Uh, you know, her and then after her, you've got Afiaki. If you've got one of those two not 100%, it, it leaves you vulnerable and it leaves holes in your in your team play. Mm. Plummer, Afiaki, Poto, Martin and Pataki coming out onto the floor. And uh, Pataki's been one of the big turnarounds of this Sydney team. Averaging three minutes last year and now averaging 30 minutes this year. It's uh, a big advantage. Poto brings Dang. it up to the there free throw line and nails it. Looks tired, not playing 100%. Yeah. Still hits the big shots when she needs to. Yeah, it does indeed. 57 plays, 55 is coming, is on the left side, goes to uh, Ireland, coming immediately, runs to the right, gets it back. Ireland again, going to Madigan. Madigan gives to Gaze. Oh, and Poto being drawn into a soft foul there. That's Poto's second personal. More importantly, it's going to give the AIS a new 24 so they can Mm. get themselves organised because there really wasn't anything going there in offence. I mean... Even that drive, uh, Poto fouled it, but it still wasn't an easy way to the, lo- to the basket. So Institute can reset and uh, set something up, get a good look. Gaze goes right side now to Cumming. Coming over the top to Jerry, outside to Rowe. Rowe goes left, gives it to Ireland. Ireland bounce pass back to Rowe on the left lane. Turns into the... Oh, hook shot from Rowe, just didn't fall. 
And Afiaki and Poto raffle it on the rebound. 57-55, and AIS need a defensive stop here as Poto almost loses the dribble, gets back onto it. Another shot from the charity stripe as Poto almost, almost stole the rebound. Yeah, as she's well. tired, but she's doing everything she at the moment. To do. She wants to win. That is one thing about a champion, though. They oh, always want to win. And I hate she would be loathing the three and six position there in at the moment and yep. be doing what she can to improve on that. As Ireland goes around the left side, pulls up at Plummer, goes then rotates around to Martin, then back to Madigan. Oh, Madigan stepped on stepped the baseline. Ouch. Yep. So I think Madigan's going to one now, so she'll have to watch Plummer here. That'll be an interesting move here because Madigan is out heighted. Jerry is still working hard on Afiaki as it goes to the right with Poto, then Martin back on the right side to Pataki and coming, kicks it away. And yep. and not a bad job. She's kicked the length of the court. <laughs> Middly, no one was back there to uh, retrieve it, but uh, yeah, got a foot to it. Two-point ball game here with four minutes and 29 seconds left to go on sportradio.com.au. Basketball, Wednesday night basketball, in fact. These two teams meet up on a Wednesday night in two weeks' time as a charge has been called. No, pushing foul. On Tess Madigan. Now that's real dangerous because it's her third personal and team's fourth. So Sydney in the bonus now for the next four minutes. 26, 26 seconds. seconds, yeah. It's a long time. And there are players out there that are smart enough to really take advantage of that. It slows the game down. It, uh, it gives them easy looks. It puts the pressure on the AIS defence. Jerry then getting a touch on the pass. It was going baseline to Plummer. So 19 seconds left on the shot clock now for Sydney Uni. Inbound to Plummer. Outside the arc goes to Pataki. Pataki goes to Martin Tafiaki. They're going to keep it in hands now, looking to draw the foul. Pataki, driving baseline, didn't get past Madigan, goes to Plummer now. Plummer gets to the left lane, then has to back out to Pataki. Goes to Martin, Martin has the ball short. Jerry falls down. Eventually, he's smart enough to release the ball before she slid on the floor and then was able to give it up to Ireland, who brought it back down. It wasn't pretty, but it chewed up 40, 50 seconds of the clock there and Sydney still no score. Coming now, working. Oh, coming goes for the three. It looks good off the oh. hand. Hits the backboard. <gasps> and uh, Afiaki and also Martin. Martin. Afiaki fighting over the ball, almost popped it up. Goes to Pataki now, going back around. Afiaki, Pataki. Pataki puts it on the ground, but then goes to Martin, top of the key. On the left side, Poto, Afiaki. Afiaki in the paint, goes outside to Pataki. Pataki called for the charge. Jerry had Jeez, taken position. I don't know about that That's one. the fifth. That puts her out of the game. Wow. No, it's been called on Jerry. It's her third. Well, I, I, I thought, thought Jerry was there. Yeah, I thought uh, she, she turned, she drew the contact, and I thought Jerry mm. had position, but other way around, and now she goes to the line, misses the first free throw, so that hurts. Yep. Points are you know, coming in a premium here, and... You can't give up on those easy ones. You've got to nail those. Second one looks good off the hand. It is. And we have timeout called by the AIS. Their first of this half, too. That's important to know. Because Dean Kinsman still has two timeouts with, uh, with Sydney Uni and Karen Dalton. Only the one more timeout to play. 
So that, that's important going down the stretch in a one-point ball game. Certainly, we've had a, a couple of interesting games here at the training hall over the last few years when it's got this close. And, uh, well, could we see a, a big upset tonight? As I said, in two weeks' time, exactly from today, it is AIS Sydney in Sydney, which will be a crucial game. Absolutely. The, you know, the advantages at the moment are with Sydney. The AIS are in the bonus, so... Every foul they commit will send Sydney to the line for two. Sydney have only got two team fouls. They can foul three more times before they send anyone to the line. Um, but that being said, you know Sydney have looked inconsistent all night. Um, the AIS can be inconsistent. That's a given. Uh, Sydney, yeah, they, it's it's going to become a mental game, a bit of a mind game down the stretch. So the other interesting thing is you have. Joy, also, well, only Joy that hasn't got any minutes tonight. So, do you send out an a inexperienced player in this sort of critical position in the game when there's a win for the taking here for the AAS? You know, they have to uh, play smart here or do they play for development? It's an interesting call. Coming for three from the right side off the iron. Coming cleans up and gets the ball back. Gaze. It's a big offensive board and it gives him a new 20 seconds. seconds. As Gaze goes to coming again. Coming. Oh, gets away with a good screen by Jerry. Plummer over the top. Fouls coming as she was going to the layup. So this is a good set for the AIS. It's taken about 40 seconds, 35 seconds. Off the clock, they're going to go to the line, shoot two free throws. Steph Cumming is a great shooter, so you'd be backing it a, be a good chance to knock down both of these. Yeah. Third personal for Plummer. Yeah. And Cumming knocks down the first. It's important too, it makes it a three-point break. Uh, if you can keep that sort of three-point distance, then it makes things tough for Sydney. They've got to look for a three or a, or a bonus situation. 59 plays, 56 here as Poto calling the shots at the centre circle. Goes to Martin. Martin hands it almost directly back to Poto. Cross court to Afiaki. Afiaki fakes for the three, takes on Madigan and still gets the shot up even when Madigan had a hand resting on the ball. Strong D and it made it very difficult for Afiaki to do it but she got it done. Hand off Island gets from Madigan. Madigan trying to run Apiaki around. Madigan for three. Air ball. Jerry going, uh, sorry, Madigan going Ooh, after it. Gaze also. Man. As Madigan takes some time to get up off the ground. And uh, Gaze helps her out there. Yeah. The ball actually went outside. As one point the difference here with two minutes and 19 seconds left to go at the training hall. AIS leading Sydney. 59 to 58. Hodo bringing it down. You're in contemplation here. You just need to... AIS just need to hang it hang it together. Just keep Oh, Ireland, good work there. Taps the ball away, but Poto pulls it up before the backdoor. Don't panic now. Sydney, you've got seven seconds to do something with it. Don't foul. Just stay solid on your D. Uh, just too, too smart from Plummer. Just use the body well. New got leader. Position. And Sydney hit the lead again. Yeah, 60 plays 59. So AIS need to make a scoring shot to grab the lead back because I think if they don't, if, if Sydney get a defensive stop here, I think Sydney will go on with it. 
as oh, Ireland goes to Madigan. Plummer has fouled. Plummer. Plummer has fouled Madigan, I mean. And mm. uh, once again, Plummer just lashed out when uh, when just Madigan had got past her. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, you got to just back off from that. You're going to play Plummer out now. You're just going to say, oh, one totally, minute 38, totally. you're going to uh, stay out there. on the bench, so... Um, you leave her out there as long as you can. A lot of pressure on these free throws, Ooh. and you could tell when that one was breaking right off just the Maddie hand. Drops the first one, misses it. Claire Stevenson just looking at the ball there for a moment. As the second. Oh, oh second, yeah. Wow, and Sydney away with the rebound. With the rebound. So AIS have to get a stop here. There's a minute 32 left. They've got to get a stop here. They need to get down the other end and, and take this lead again. Uh, Afiaki was making a good move into the paint now. Goes outside to Pataki. Afiaki hits the deck here. Poto gets a handoff, takes on the baseline. Steps Ran out. out of bounds. Good defense. That was solid from the AS. They didn't panic. You had, you know, mm-hmm. one of the best guards Angle. in the league banging down the baseline, looking, driving. To, to go to the basket, they just kept it there, closed the lane and made it difficult for her. Well, it's still Sydney by one, only about the third time they've led. Cummings working around to the right-hand side. She didn't have help in that right-hand corner. Jerry takes them all on, rattles oh. in and out again as Plummer hits the deck, pulling the rebound down. We're into the last minute. One-point ball game here at the training hall and Sydney have the advantage. Sydney have only led probably three minutes tonight. But it's going to be the right three minutes at the end of the night that they will have led. Potoki, Poto, handoff outside the arc. Afiaki looks for three, oh leaves man. it short. Bad option in the end. Yeah, it was running Good out of time from the AIS. as Jerry brings it down. 30 seconds left. The AIS have to get a score here. It's about Doesn't a 10-second differential. There's 12 on the clock, shot clock. As Ireland goes right side, coming, takes on Plummer. Puts up the shot. It doesn't fall. And Sydney will win this game if they maintain possession now. They've got a foul. foul As eventually, oh, it's a late foul too. As Poto was actually throwing the ball away. Timeout called by Dean Kinsman. One point ball game, but they're walking the floor to shoot too. AIS just took too long to foul then. Yeah, I mean, in their offensive set, they, they had some more time. They really didn't get a very good look. Uh, at the end there, it was a tough drive from uh, Madgen. She just uh, put her head down and sort of went, you know, willed herself to the basket through two or three defenders. Got a shot off in the end, and it was a okay look, but was always going to be a tough shot. And uh, no rebounders in position. You know, you'd, you'd almost be better off just waiting and jacking them outside. Okay, you hit the first. Yep. How many seconds do you have on the clock when you go for the deliberate miss? I mean, the clock's not going to move until the ball is, is deemed... In play. So it's not going to move until a player t- touches the ball. No. So you hit the two and make I, it a three-point I think it's not until it hits the ring and goes out. Until Yeah, until a player has got possession, yeah. the clock shouldn't start. Uh, so a deliberate miss isn't a safe move here. No. No, if you're Poto, you're up by one now. You, you make The way both. they're playing defense at the moment, you make both. You make them have to come down and hit three points to win the to to tie it up. up. Exactly. So, you know, you can't lose. You, you're definitely not going to try to... You know, dick around and miss a shot and get possession and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly against a team that's out rebounding. I mean, the AIS is. Uh, sorry, they were out rebounding, but Sydney <laughs> are actually well three quarter time. Sydney were Sydney up. Sydney got four. up at three quarter time. Yeah. Yeah, but um, 
it's still, you know, it's a 50-50 prospect. Yep. So, we see Podo, who has been the difference in these sides, even though it's Eva Akbiaki's, 23 points. That is the... Um, uh, Eva's been great tonight. She's been... Um, she can be, uh, you know, a little inconsistent, but uh, tonight she's been rock solid all game. Mm. Um, and Podo's just been... Podo, bang, hits the first. Hits the first. So it's two points. You know, you, you make the second, you put all the pressure on the AIS to score the three-point basket. Gibson. She makes both. Kinson wants a timeout. He's going to run a play. He's going to burn his last timeout up. here to try and tie up the game. No point hanging on to it. <laughs> well, yep. The uh, I guess the thing here is you've only got one option, to get a three-point look. Yep. So... You know, Sydney Uni just have to stand outside the arc, don't they? Who do you bring on? You bring on KK, Steph Cummings. I would have said last year you bring Farley. on Martin, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, hold on, they're wearing the you know, you need, you and need ball carriers too. Yeah. I'd be putting, uh, I'd be going Ireland. Gaze. Farley's hit three tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Gaze, Cummings and, you know, you're going to need someone out there to well, rebound not, as well. We're, we're no coach because... Farley is standing up. <laughs> so, well, it's going to be... It's going to be Martin, Pataki, Akbiaki, Plama, and uh, Poto. Now, here's another big thing. It is four team fouls for Sydney. So, any foul for Sydney, send, Sydney, send AIS to the line. Yep, but they've got to make the basket too. Well, no, that's when you go deliberate miss for the pudding. <laughs> Because you've got eight seconds. Yeah. If you can miss and get the rebound, you've got the potential for a three-point play. Inbound ball. Seven seconds left. Ireland goes across to Gaze. Travel. Gaze called oh, for the man. travel. Well. And there goes your plan yep. in a puff of smoke. Yep. And, uh, well, all they have to do is inbound the ball now. Poto. Works around the backcourt. She doesn't have to go forward. It's all over here at the training hall. Sydney get themselves out of jail here in the dying minute. 62 to 59. The AAS valiant in defeat. Yeah, the Institute unlucky. They uh, they were strong through most of the game. They, even down that stretch when Sydney just kept clawing back. You know, we saw that great defensive effort on the drive from Poto down here, and uh, just just a little unlucky on on some of the shots. Um, Sydney, they'll know they've snuck out of here with a win. Um, you know, a win's a win, and they'll be feeling good about that. But they'll also be, you know, Karen Dalton will be knowing, well, yep, that's good and all, but we just snuck out of here with a win against the AIS. So, uh, yep. you know, it's still clearly plenty of work for Sydney to do. But W's a W. They go to four and six. And, uh, you know, some of that pressure is, is now off them. Well, they've still got two more games, which they think they can win before the Christmas break, Sydney. We'll hear from the coaches in just a moment and be back with all the stats after that. Well, it's probably nights like these that are uh, even more frustrating than nights like last Saturday night when you're uh, within a hair's breadth of a win. Yeah, we certainly are. You know, like uh, the girls played their hearts out tonight and... Uh you know, a little bit of frustration towards the end because I tell you what, we we don't get any anything when we need it. I tell you, it's just it's it's, it's really just dis- it disturbs young people's confidences when the difference between senior basketball and junior basketball, and we're just not getting what we need when at the right times. So uh, that's hard. 
in uh, looking at how the game was going, though, it was uh, impressive to see how your defensive stops were beating up Sydney to so often you're able to really upset their offensive play. Oh, look, we clearly had a focus two or three weeks ago. We, you know, we played in Perth. We gave up 84. The next night we come out, we gave up 90 against uh, Adelaide, and we just said like we've got to draw a line in the sand. We just can't give up 80 plus points and expect to win. And, you know, defensively we set a target last time against Adelaide to be 15 better. We were 17 better. And tonight our goal was to keep them under 70. We did that. Um, you, know, we had a ch- you know, we had chances in that last quarter when we got 5-7 up and we, you know, ran a couple of plays, didn't drop, but, uh, you know, and they just come down and just made a couple at the, at the right opportunities, I suppose. Well, Dean, all the best for the... Uh well, for the uh, Townsville game in uh, a week and a half. So. Yeah, well, we've got 10 days to freshen up and, you know, thank goodness there are U12 exams are out of the way, so now they can settle and, and really go for it. You know, like, they're definitely improving and they're matching it physically. Um, you know, that's one thing that we ask for. Our problem still is, like, tonight we've got two in double figures. Um, we're still struggling to get that extra player uh, in double figures and, you know, it doesn't matter who's out on the floor. We just need that. We're just not getting enough scoring potential out there. Well, so we'll keep working on that. All the best. Thank you. Well, Karen Dalton, that wasn't the win you wanted. No, look, uh, what can I say? It's uh, my black and white team. <laughs> One week they play well, other weeks they're not. They're, we've got to address us on the road because I think that's a major component of it. And um, you know, in the first quarter in particular, um, just no effort, not, not effort, no intensity. Similar to, I think, my same comments after the bullying game that everyone got so upset about. But... Um, you know, to their credit, I have to say, to their credit, they, they dug deep and um, got it in the end. But, um, oh my God, that's all I can say. I feel like I've played three games. But um, I think what you need to come up with is a ditto. And then you just say ditto no, and no. everyone knows what it means. I just say rewind play, rewind play, rewind play. Because I feel like I've done, you know, not, not, not so much, you know, I, I think we've played some really good games. But sometimes I just, I, I don't know. You can tell me because I don't really know. <laughs> You're asking me? I've got no idea. <laughs> Uh, it, it looked like you had two players out there and the rest were passengers for a lot of that game and uh, Eva and, and Alicia kept you in the game. Yeah, well, mainly, you know, Potsy, uh, Eva scored, but defensively, you know, uh, she's got some work to do there. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I just... Potsy's not fit. No, Potsy, Potsy's got 10 days off from now. Um, we needed to get through tonight's game. She, you know, she's struggling from the injury she sustained in last Friday's game. But, you know, to her credit, I mean, you know, there was no way she was going to miss the game. And, and um, at the end there, there was no way she was going to let no, this game go. No. And I knew that. That's, I think this happened last time we played the AAS. But thank goodness we don't have to come down here again. Um, and we've got three home games, you know, so I'm really looking forward to having three home games. And, you know, as I said, we've got to find the key to playing on the road. And um, I've got to find, you know, obviously we've got some adjustments to make in different areas, but we won, and it's a W, and, you know, we did it. So that's a good thing. I guess the other concern is, that, a bit like you know, Dean Kinsman's concern, you don't have a lot of players that have got a lot of scores there. Three in double figures, but the two in double figures are in big double figures, and the rest uh, haven't really made an a, uh, impression. Yeah, but that's interesting, because I think, you know, um, last weekend Ronda played really well, and... You know, Lindsay's been consistently scoring and Sally's been a consistent scorer for us but you know, she, was, she wasn't at the AIS Arena tonight but again defensively in the second half she did a good job so we just we missed so many shots under the ring it was unbelievable I mean particularly in the first quarter and we probably did the same against Canberra last week so I don't know that's it ten, uh, uh, 10 days that's right 10 days and you know uh, we'll keep working they work hard at practice so I can't question their work ethic I can't question 
their enthusiasm at practice or the fact that they're they work really hard as a team. I said maybe it's, it's because of youth, but I, you know, as I said, I'm not going to use that as an excuse because you can't come to a game without energy when you've got young kids. Mm. Well, we wish you all the best for the break, and uh, I guess uh, we'll have to come and visit you the next time we call a game on Sport Radio. Thanks very much. End of the game, and that's exactly what we have tonight. Yeah, um, yeah we were you know, talking off uh, off mic before. Uh, Karen Dalton would be happy with with the W, but probably not a lot else. Um, I'm not true, really. I mean, Eva Rafiaki had a good game. She was solid. Um, she has a tendency to sometimes be... Uh, she can be inconsistent. Um, so any game where she has a solid performance, like she did tonight, is always a good thing. Um, considering Poto's injury and she looks tired, you know, we were sort of speculating off mic before too that she might have a touch of the flu. She just looks mm. exhausted. Uh, still able to pour in 18 points. And, yeah, six of those points in the last sort of three or four minutes when it really counted and you know it was a big part of, of that surge home to, to get them over the line. Yep well it is uh, as we run through the scorers Apiaki on 23, Poto on 18 14 to Plummer and then 4 to Price and 3 to Pataki It's only, only 6 scorers there. I know and uh, did raise that point with Karen Dalton mm. um, then we look at the AS and as uh, Dean Kinsman said only two in double figures, that was Jarry and Cummings, 13 and 11 respectively. Then two on eight was Gaze and Farley, then seven points for Madigan, then it's back to six points for uh, Ireland and then four points for Caitlin Rowe. So Rowe was unlucky, I thought. She, she started really well, got those four points all in the first quarter, I think. From memory. What yep. was the last five minutes of scoring? Two points for the AAS in the last five minutes. Yeah. So they, they just, you know, uh, maybe the Capital Girls sitting under the ring put some, uh, put some uh, glad wrap over it or something, <laughs> as uh, Brownie used to say. Uh, Although not see the Capitals Girls doing anything to assist Sydney. In a no, well, that's true. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so I strongly question that. Uh, All right, that so conspiracy my theory there. My theory is shut down. <laughs> You're not liking my conspiracy theories tonight, are you? That's all right. <laughs> but we have had an interesting night of basketball, certainly. Uh, for AIS fans, a very disappointing one. Other stats there, turnovers and uh, rebounds? Yeah, the, the, the rebound count pretty close. It was a 34-30 in Sydney's favour. Um, Sydney had 12 offensive rebounds, which, uh, which uh, you know, really sorted them out. The AIS came, ended up with 16 turnovers, not... Horrible, but not fantastic either. Sydney only coming away with 10 there in the end. So um, fairly close on all the stats across the board. It was a you know, three-point game. That's what it would suggest. But um, really just... Um, Pogo I mean, in the end. Pretty much all game. It, it was anyone's game all game. I think the largest lead the AIS had might have been 12 early at one point, And that was 10 for a little while in that first mm. quarter. But then, it, you know, it was never really out further than, than eight points or so. So uh, the AIS aren't able to really put it away to knock mm-hmm. them, um, knock Sydney out of the game with any kind of uh, oomph. So, um, and I, I get, um, you know, I can imagine that, that Karen Dalton would have been saying that all game. We are in this game. Mm. You know, we are not in trouble. We're, we're within touch. You know, most of the game you're in for two or three points. So uh, not a, a giant problem. So, um, yeah, but... Yeah, a bit of a heartbreak for the AS to lead so much of that game and really just 
yeah, I think there was a period in that third quarter where Sydney hit the front for about 30 seconds, mm. and then they hit the front with about two minutes to go mm-hmm. and just hung on to it. That's all she wrote. I said I was really feeling worried if Sydney at the end of the game was getting in front because I just saw the AAS offence breaking down and yeah. it wasn't going to be there. But in the end, it was an entertaining game. And Very good For game. those of you who like yeah. close basketball, you should have been here. As uh, I, uh, I got a bit of a chuckle when uh, a couple of uh, a couple of comments by uh, Karen Dalton when she said, "Well, you know that girl wasn't in the AOS arena tonight." I didn't have the heart to say none of them were. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the training hall, of course. And uh, Simon, I look forward to catching up with you in what is it, ten days' time? Yep. When we will see the Townsville Fire, fire. Uh, back here up against the AIS. It should be an interesting game based on what we've seen already here this year. Yeah, it'll be a tough game for the Institute and, and a good test of, of where they are at roughly the halfway mark through the season. Mm. Well, on behalf of Simon Peters, I'm Craig Raffel, wishing you a, a very good evening with the knowledge that Sydney Uni defeated the AIS 62-59. to